Hi, I'm Christy. And I'm Trevor. And we're from the same mister. And we're not recording together today. Instead, we're with our moms, and we're going to be asking them questions about their donor conception process. I'm here with my birth mom, Marsha. Hello. <laughs> and I'm here with my mom, Soraya. So, mom, you're here! Oh, Yay! hi! I'm so excited! <laughs> uh, she's uh, listened to my podcast for a while now, and I think she's excited to be here. Are you excited? A little bit. A little bit? Okay. <laughs> um. So, hold on. Let me let me pull up my questions here, because I, I came up with a, a, a bunch of questions for you um, that Trevor's going to also ask his mom, but... You know, these are questions that I think some donor moms might have for themselves, and maybe you can give some insight on stuff. But overall, we just, I mean, I've heard your story a million times, and I i, I want others to hear it too, because I think it's awesome. A million times? Oh, yeah, dude. You always tell me your story. You're definitely Cuban. <laughs> that was the Cuban in you. Yes. Um, that was your. That was your part. Uh, so tell me, what made you decide to use donor conception to have me? Initially, that was my first thought that I would use donor um, conception because I wanted the child to be, you know, to be my child, and I didn't want to have to deal with um, the legal ramifications that are when you have a child with somebody else. What do you mean? In other words, um, if you want to move out of state, you would have to ask for permission to move out of state and mm -hmm. see if they want to let you move out of state and sharing, you know, custody. I really wanted a child for myself. Yeah, it's selfish of me, but that's what I wanted. <laughs> so, um, I don't think there's anything selfish about that. Well, that's personally. definitely selfish. But anyway, um, that's what I wanted. And um, that was the... The route I was taking when a friend of mine, a very good friend of mine, um, approached me, a gay man, and said, hey, I'd love to have the kid with you. And as a matter of fact, he was Cuban like my, my family. So I said, oh, you know, that sounds great. Mm -hmm. But this was during the era of AIDS. Yeah. So I said, yeah, well, um, if you go and take the AIDS test, I'd be more than gladly to consider you as the... Um, you know, to consider your sperm. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And he went ahead and said, okay, let's go. And we went together. As a matter of fact, this was when we would get the results within 15 minutes. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, definitely. Wow. Nice. So we went to the clinic and I had it too because, you know, we just said it would be fair. Let's yeah. both get no, the test. No, that totally makes sense. But before we decided that I would use his sperm, I did lay down the ground rules. Mm -hmm. um, what I wanted, I, I want he could be involved, and you know, but I did not want him to stop me from doing the things I wanted to do, and he would have had to sign legal documents regarding that. Yeah. I wanted to have the freedom to be able to move around without being restricted. Yeah. So he went ahead and well, here we're at the clinic. Yeah. And he gets tested, and you know, the nurse comes back, gives me my results. That's you know, I'm negative, and. He gets his results, and they tell him straight out he's positive. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was shocking. Wow. Very shocking. So, And um, that's, gosh, that's nuts. Imagine if you didn't think of that at first or just trusted that it was fine and what could have happened from there. Oh, my gosh, that's so sad. It is. <sighs> but what's, what's even shocking is 
he had already impregnated another lady. Oh my gosh, really? Right. And she didn't require yeah. to get the sperm, um, oh, not the sperm, to get him tested before getting the sperm. What What happened to them? You know, luckily later on we found out that the um, the child that he had was um, HIV negative, thank oh God. Oh my God, that's... And that's, so was the so girl good. did not get infected. I don't know how that's that amazing. happened. That's amazing. Yeah, I know. But That's really good. But but ultimately, I think that probably solidified your your choosing to go with a sperm bank for donor conception. Well, like, that, that. like I said, that was my initial way I wanted to do it. Then he mm-hmm. approached me and I considered it. But then after that, you were probably like, oh, oh yeah, I got to. Definitely going mm-hmm. back to plan A. Yeah. And oh, my gosh. So I, that's what I did. I went to plan A and I contacted Cryobank. Mm-hmm. And... That's it. And now and, I'm here. And no, no, I'm here. <laughs> 28 years later. Um, how, how was that process of going to, like, going to the sperm bank and all that? Okay, so things are definitely different now. Everything's computerized. You can pick the donor. You know, you can see the pictures. I mean, you can see the pictures of them now, I think, of when they were children, and some of them as adults. Oh, wow. Um, back then, there was nothing like that. They gave you, like, a maybe four-page list of a whole bunch of... Um, numbers and it would say like 101 and then it would say german slash irish mm-hmm. and then it would say you know um blonde hair black you know um black eyes whatever whatever it was yeah and um there was lots of those and you would pick whatever you wanted and you would pay and i can't remember it was twenty dollars ten dollars for a profile and a more in-depth profile, not just a little line that said, you know, Okay, so you had to pay to get more info on right. this guy. <laughs> it's you, like, oh, he sounds interesting, but now I got to, like, invest okay. to see if yeah. he's worth it. <laughs> right. I think that the initial information would say, you know, like, the height, the color of the hair, and yeah. where they were from, and, you know, whether they're, you know, English, Scottish, you know, German, Latino, whatever they were. What made you decide to go with my donor? The one that I ended up having, 179. I didn't initially. That would be after I got the other paperwork, which is the paperwork I think you, you Yeah, have the one and, that I have. Mm-hmm. And you've given to all your siblings. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so um, I probably picked five. If I, that was too many years ago, so I don't remember. You don't remember, like, I probably like, picked five or six. Oh, wow, that, okay. Uh, and then order those more in-depth profiles of them. And then I read through them. And I just, I don't know, something something about him. I liked the way he expressed himself in the questions that were asked. I think I remember you explained that you kind of liked his creative side because you personally don't have that. Oh, or at absolutely. least you, you say you don't, um, but you wanted, you like that element. I don't have a creative side. I'm all left brain. Okay. I think I think you do. I Secretly, don't, it's in there. Anyway. So yeah, I, so I wanted you to have a balance. All right. No, it was also sense. smart. So yeah, and you know, you always want a smart donor. Yeah. yeah. I can't imagine any of the paperwork says I'm dumb, but it, well, I, you know, maybe. Um, so I guess we could just start mm-hmm. with the first question. No, uh, no wonder it takes you so long to edit. <laughs> Um, I get the picture now. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this is my mom, Marsha. I should say mom number one. Because <laughs> I do go calling you all by the number of appearance and everything like That's that. That's right. I'm number one. Oh, my God. <laughs> Maybe I should change that just so you don't get that big of a head. Um, 
So we're going to start off with the same uh, question that Christy and Sarai started off with, uh, which is, what made you decide to use uh, donor conception to have me? Well, uh, from a very young age, I knew I was different. <laughs> and uh, then by the time I got to high school, I'm like, oh, gosh, I think I like girls. <laughs> and, and then it was like, but wait, I want to have a kid. Oh, so you had that that both of those wants at the same time. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and and it was kind of like, um, gosh, how do I do this? <laughs> so um, from a from a very young age, I um, I wanted to have a child. Okay. And, and I'm not disappointed. <laughs> well, I'm glad. I'm glad for that. But but what made you specifically want to go down that route? Because, you know, we know people who have used, uh, um, you know, their partner's family members. Right. So that they're both blood related. There's been, you know, adoption or anything like that. So what made you specifically want to go with the donor conception? Um, I really wanted to experience pregnancy. Okay. Yeah. That, I think that is a unique answer. <laughs> I, know. I know. It was uh, the healthiest nine months of my life, I think. Really? Not yeah. not not all the times biking up the coast? No, no. no? Those bicycle trips were just exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. So you wanted to, you wanted to experience pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you went with... Was there anyone that was like... That recommended it to you? Like, how did you find out about it? Well, Bambi and I took a road trip to Colorado Springs. She was uh, candidating for a pulpit there. Okay. And some friends of hers from San Diego who had moved to Colorado Springs shared that they were going through in vitro fertilization and all of their frustration and how expensive it was. And Bambi and I were like, well, why don't you do it yourself? (laughs) And they're like, oh, no, you know, you need a doctor and you need to stay in a position for so long. And and were were these, was this a straight couple? No, no, it was a gay couple. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So we talked about it and and Bambi was like, oh, yeah, I think that that's a great idea. I don't want to have, I don't want to be pregnant, but go for it. (laughs) It's not for me. But you can, you're fine. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And then we looked at possible donors like her brothers, and we decided that uh, it would just be so much easier. Um, and genetically, we also decided that it would be better to uh, go with a random donor. Okay. And um, so when we got back to San Diego... Um, we didn't really know how to go about it. Mm-hmm. And we were up in LA at a gay bookstore, <laughs> gay bookstore and on the wall in the bathroom. <laughs> oh my God. Was a notice about Planned Parenthood and that you could do, they, they could help you with conception <laughs> issues. First question, how is, does a bookstore uh, choose a sexual orientation? Uh, <laughs> but, 
Well, it used to be that Bookstar just in Barnes and Noble just didn't want to carry yeah. Okay. Any, oh yeah. Any gay subject books, and you know, it when they did, when you went into the bookstore, you had to look around and make sure no one was seeing Jesus you. Look at that Christ, section. What a freaking time. Yes. <laughs> okay, so you saw a, a, a flyer on a bathroom wall. <laughs> it was an advertisement. An advertisement. Um, okay, so um, I guess I guess the only other like question they had. About about this part of it was what made you choose that donor? What made you choose 179? The first list that they gave us was very brief. Mm-hmm. It was a number, um, the blood type, and since I'm a negative, I wanted to go with a negative mm-hmm. blood donor. Yeah. So the blood, you didn't have to have anything extra. Um, height, weight, Hair color, which I thought was funny because you can always change that. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, and color of eyes. Mm-hmm. I think I think that was pretty much it. So it's like, oh, and their interests and and this particular donor. I think it said something about uh, athletics and. Um, uh, academics both mm-hmm. so we wanted you to be athletic and smart well sorry to disappoint you on one of those i know, um, I know. it's okay <laughs> did bowling ever count no i'm just kidding um <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh okay yeah because i i know that um there was the simplified list and then I, uh christy just told me that there was a, a more in-depth one that you could pay for in some places yeah we were too cheap to do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay we're all right like, well, and, and the first donor that we chose, um, we did two vials. They were whole $65 a piece. Wow. And um, you transported them in dry ice, so that was kind of a kick. It's like we had a little cooler with dry ice in it. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant those two times, those two months. And then... We decided to go with a different donor. Okay. Oh, okay. So that's why you changed it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And and we skipped a month and we had gotten, I think, three vials of the donor, mm-hmm. your donor. And the first one, uh, I got pregnant. Wow. Okay. So we were like, yeah, glad we changed donors. <laughs> and, and now I'm even more glad. <laughs> You all right. could be all by yourself if it was that other donor. <laughs> I mean, they, they, that donor might have... Yeah, you're probably right. Um, uh, all right, next question. How did your family and friends react when you announced that you were going through this process? Also, uh, well, let's start with that. So how did family and friends react to that? So which family? My mom? Well, I guess, yeah, let's go with your mom that first. That will start with the most important person, my mom. <laughs> She said I was crazy, <laughs> and she said, "Why would I want to bring up a ch- bring a child to this world in the manner that I was bringing this child to this world?" And I what said, does that mean? I know, and I said, "What do you mean?" So I thought she was talking about getting the sperm, and she wasn't. She was talking about the lifestyle. What was your lifestyle? I was gay. Well, yeah, duh, but that you were you weren't doing anything crazy, at least not at that time. Okay. You were deciding personally, okay, I want to settle down and I want to have a family. She initially that was her 
that was her response. initial reaction. Yeah, did no. she come around? It was a response. So when I told her, she goes, are you crazy? How did that make you feel when she responded that way? Well, I felt rejected. Mm-hmm. I felt not being supported. But, you know, I moved on. My sister, she was fine. My brother was definitely very supportive. Oh, so was my good. sister. Mm-hmm. And my mother came around. She definitely did. I mean, she was there for the birth. She came right before you were born. She stayed with me. Oh, dude. She, Grandma yeah, took yeah. care of me. I was like, yeah, she, she loved me. So obviously she came around. She came around. But, you know, her initial, you know, you know reaction I, was, you're crazy. Don't bring a child yeah. into this world. In this manner. What manner? And she was talking about my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Not about using a sperm donor. Wow, that's nice. I know, it is. So I don't think the sperm donor was as shocking as how could you bring a child into this world being gay. Mm-hmm. But she came around and she was fine. And obviously, she, yeah, you the... know, it, <laughs> you raised me well regardless. And yeah. I'm sure she saw that. So it's like, I hope that actually made her realize the good that can come out of taking a process like this. But of course, you know, people are older. It's harder to tell. So regarding friends. Oh, yeah. Uh, How did your friends react? Some of them stuck around and they were supportive and they mm-hmm. were even there when you were born. They went to the hospital. But um, others just said they just didn't accept it. It was just awkward for them. Mm. Why was it, it awkward was back, for them? It was, I don't know. It was in 1992. Yeah. It was 1992. Things are different now. Mm-hmm. I think mostly because I was more like that tomboyish um type mm. maybe it caught him off guard or like okay and why would you want to do that mm. and i always wanted to have a child so well you know to each their own for some people just having kids in general just isn't for them and maybe they saw mm. that you know you guys would party you guys would have fun and you were always the fun person in probably every situation and then it's like oh no i want to settle down and have kids they were probably like what like, why would you do that? You're fun. Like, <laughs> come out with us. But that's how I imagine it. But That's exactly how it was. You think so? Mm-hmm. But yeah. I did have some friends who were very supportive. And those are the friends that I assume stuck around forever. Yeah. 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 And those are the you, real friends. You know a few, so. Yeah, yeah I do. I, I remember them. I remember them vividly. Um, also, did you experience any difficulties personally during the process? So, like, you're going through the sperm bank to have me, but you didn't just go through a sperm bank. You had to go through um, a lot of medical stuff just had, to have me. Well, yes, definitely. Well, I didn't know I was going to have problems. Well, what kind of problems did you I have? I had fertility problems. Just I didn't know first. I didn't, couldn't get pregnant. Mm-hmm. And then, so we did the hormones. Okay. And um, that means... What is that, that shots can, or... Um, no, there were pills, but you're... you're, you're, you're Instead of probably kicking one egg a month, you could do three, four, two, five. You know, you have multiple births because mm. you're taking a, a high dosage of um, hormones. Yeah. So I did that. But the, even after I was able to get pregnant, then I had um, miscarriage. I had a tubal pregnancy of twins right before you. Yeah. You were my mm-hmm. third pregnancy. It was hard. It was just really hard. I had to have... Um, tubal pregnancy is very scary. It was. Yeah. So, yeah, you have to have surgery for that. Um, I had many um, procedures done before I was even able to get pregnant. So, yeah, I used to call you the million-dollar baby. It costs a lot of money. You know, health insurance yeah. doesn't cover, you know, fertility That's treatment. something I've learned, and I think all of our siblings learned, too, that this process is not a cheap one. And yeah. any parent that kind of goes through this, 
you're obviously very wanted in this world. So definitely, it's... definitely. And not only that, but then even after you get the sperm, then is how are you going to do this? And I it was just not injecting it. I had to have inner uterine insemination. That means I had to go straight into the uterus. Oh, wow. Yikes. Yeah, that sounds invasive and crazy. And how long was the process from start to finish? The, About, like from when... And that includes, unfortunately, the things, the things like the tubal pregnancy and all that. How long was Okay, everything? from when I started mm-hmm. to when I gave birth, probably about, about a little bit over two years. Yeah, okay. Wow, that's a while. All right, let's go over to question two, uh, which is, how did your family and friends react uh, going through this process? Uh, also, did you experience any difficulties personally during the process? Well, I'll answer the first part, or the second part first, because, no, I knew what I wanted to do. Once I decided what I wanted to do, there there were no doubts in my mind. All right. Mom and Dad, on the other hand, Bambi and I came over to tell them. and To this house that we're sitting in recording this podcast right now. (laughs) And Mom crossed her arms and rocked her rocker pretty fast and looked at dad uh, uh, as if Harold do something about this <laughs> well Harold knew me pretty well and knew that there weren't many options and his question was well how the hell are you gonna do that <laughs> like how I explained to him when he was over 90 years old asking me how the internet works magic <laughs> magic <laughs> exactly uh, my brother on the other hand uh, felt like uh, procreation was should only be heterosexual couples. So I was shunned by him for the idea. Uh, My sister felt abandoned because she didn't have kids and she was hoping I'd stick with her and not have kids. (laughs) But, um, you know, then... Joke's on her, she loved me. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, still loves me. (laughs) Exactly. And uh, it was was kind of funny because I remember sitting in her car at lunch and she's going, but why? But why? <laughs> why would you want to do that? You know, and I had a friend at work that said, I thought that was one of the benefits of being a lesbian. You didn't have to have children. <laughs> so needless to say, you only went over to her house once. <laughs> um, actually, th- this is something that I, I don't know if I've ever asked. Um, how did Bambi's side react or did you tell them ahead of time oh oh yeah okay. yeah uh nani loved the idea i uh, see i knew it yeah <laughs> I, I i was like i feel like that's why i yeah. hadn't heard about it because yeah. i'm like nani was chill she like was totally chill bambi didn't care what her brothers had yeah. to say um yeah and and my co-workers i was thinking about this the other day because my co-workers were so positive oh, that's uh, awesome. a couple of them were having kids at the same time so we had a play group oh, nice. built in um, in fact, um, one of them, their daughter was born on your due date. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and they threw me the most wonderful baby shower. Oh, that's and, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, it was just really amazing to have that kind of support. Exactly what you needed to offset this. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's really cool. I mean, Steve and Vicky ended up uh, having, my brother and sister-in-law ended up having a, uh, um, a shower for me also. And it was kind of fun because we, 
we invited Dale and Ron and, you know, a few of the gay guys we knew. And and, and they were like, no, we are not guessing how big her circumference is. Oh, my God. so much. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Well, Vicky always had some, you know, great. The 80s, what a time. I know. Um... What, but uh, yeah, so so Bambi's side was totally chill. Totally chill about and, it. And and once I got pregnant and you arrived, um, I mean, mom and dad <laughs> came to the hospital that evening after you had been born by C-section, which was more than they did when I had my motorcycle accident. <laughs> my mother refused to come to the hospital because she told me not to get oh a motorcycle. <laughs> So I knew it was all cool to have you because she came to the hospital that night. Well, that's good to know. <laughs> that is good to know. I'm sorry about the motorcycle thing. I know. <laughs> all right. Let's try the next question. As I grew up, you were prepared for any, were you prepared for any questions I might ask about the donor? So, you know, you have me, we're growing up and, you know, were you prepared at all for that kind of conversation? Like, did you prepare yourself at all, or were you just kind of winging it? <laughs> I, I didn't prepare myself. Um, I just always knew I was going to tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. I mean, and um, I saved the paperwork. Mm-hmm. And you know I did. That's yeah. the paperwork I saved from when I got it. Thanks to that paperwork, yeah. all of my siblings now have it. And um, when you would have asked specific questions, I had the paperwork to show it to you. Mm-hmm. I first showed it to you when you were like five years old. And if you look at the paperwork, if you remember, it's written by you on the outside. Mm, it's yeah. got like little kids handwriting all over it. And the, and um, that was you. That was the oh, first wow. time I showed it to you. Of course, you didn't You just showed it. it. But like, how did you, what did you say? I kind of I'm obviously five. You. I don't remember. But. I, well, I tried to explain things to you, but it was, it was too hard. So I gave up. But I did show you the paperwork, and as I got this paperwork, it's important. It's going to say a lot about about who you are when you're bigger. And oh wow! But you were five. I I don't have any full memories of that. I do recall, like you know, growing up, like if I did ask, like you know, I don't know, like maybe why don't I have a dad or something like that. But you would always, <clears throat> or I'd ask, like, how was I born? You, but I remember being very little. You would just say you prayed a lot, and then you had me, um, which <laughs> isn't a lie. Technically, <laughs> you prayed a lot, but I did you know, pray. I, I did pray a lot. <laughs> well, I, I mean, you were get... having a lot of difficulties, That's so right. I understand why. But I don't remember the real conversation happening until probably about eight years old, and I remember kind of being like, "Oh, okay, I get it." Like. It's just more like something I didn't really think about, but yeah, it, it it was an interesting way to go about it. Did 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 any of your friends or family ask like how you might like if I came out with that question, what you would say? No, no, none of them ever questioned about. Probably it? my mom did because she you know she liked to be involved all the <laughs> yeah. time. She always wanted to tell me what to do. Yeah, that's that's all moms, but uh, yeah. <laughs> So she probably did, and I can't I can't remember the exact question or the exactly what she told me, but I know what my response would have been. I know what I'm going to do. Don't worry about it. No, there you go. Well, you did know what you were doing. I was. I was always. It was my intention to tell you as soon as you were able to understand, and I started telling you were before way before you were able to understand because mm-hmm. I remember the age. And people. honestly, maybe I just didn't process it because you know when you're like little, you're just kind of like okay, like I guess. Like, <laughs> 
it's like, oh, that's a thing. Um, I mean, you would ask, like, but not very often, maybe a few times, do I have a dad? And I would look at you and say, no, you don't, but you got me. I'm your mom and I'm your dad. And so. you were, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, all right. Uh, question three. Uh, as I grew up, were you prepared for any questions I might ask about my donor? And how did you go preparing yourself for that conversation? Mom one and two uh, decided that it was always best to tell you the absolute truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, we knew that questions would come up when you got into school, um, figuring out other kids had a dad. <laughs> and, you know, it's like, where's my daddy? <laughs> well, see this little vial here? So, That's your daddy. <laughs> I, I, I've told this story on the show, so forgive me, listeners, but I, I haven't talked to my mom about this. But, like, uh, I, I've said on the show that I remember... We, you had me in some daycare where it was, like, it was basically gay couples' kids... Right. And I and I remember vividly and I had to not I had been like two or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's weird that I have this much of a memory of it. But like this other kid was there and he had two dads. Mm-hmm. And we were both sitting there like, wait a minute, you got two dads? I've got two moms. <laughs> wait, why do are we supposed to have one in the <laughs> Because the other people, and that, we both sat there figuring this out. Um, so, yeah, that, that was about the time that that happened for me. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you weren't that inquisitive because, and, and I think. I like the way you worded that. that was, yeah. <laughs> you, you just didn't care. Yeah. Well, I mean, basically yeah. you didn't. And, and that was one of my purposes of getting you involved in uh, Cub Scouts was mm. knowing that you would have some male um interaction and and you know maybe get that good old uh let's go for a hike attitude but never came around didn't, 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 didn't happen didn't manifest did not manifest in fact uh really pushed it the other way <laughs> but you are still good friends with your cub master and scout master that's true and so that that pretty much proves yeah. that oh yeah that was... I, I i did definitely get the the male role model out yeah. of that with with the like you said my scout master and yeah. stuff like that and he and i still talk uh to this day through email and stuff like that but uh but yeah like i i remember um not ever really questioning it or anything like that because you guys did just were open about it and telling me and yeah. everything like um it, it like I, I, I said this on the show before, but like I remember uh, one of my first memories of this is asking. I think it was Bambi, but you were there mm-hmm. at uh, the the market we were always at, and me being in the uh, shopping cart and going, "Which one of you wore the dress at the wedding?" <laughs> like I was an infant asking, and I remember Bambi busting up laughing, just having a good belly shaking laugh on that one. Um, yeah, because neither one of us would. <laughs> There's that one picture of both of you in skirts that traumatized me. <laughs> I did have the coolest uh, little jumper when I was pregnant. That, uh, <laughs> I hated giving that up, but, you know. <laughs> That's the part you hated. Uh, yeah, okay. I know. <laughs> um, so, uh, but, like, was there, did you have any other, were there, okay, here's a good question. Was there anything that you were expecting me to do or ask that I never did? Hmm. Or is there anything that you, like, prepped for? You're like, all right, I've got this one down. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Uh, I think because we decided that whatever you ever asked, we would just, mm-hmm. you know, when you talk from your heart and, and you know that you're speaking your truth, 
you, okay. you, you don't have to think about it ahead of time. It's not like, okay, let's uh, make sure we're on the same play <laughs> and, and this is this is what we're going to tell them. And, okay. But we were really sure that uh, no matter what, we'd be able to uh, let you know that you were loved, you were wanted, uh, that we went out of our way to <laughs> to have you. Yes. I mean, you know, and and it it, it was a uh, kind of a weird time because there weren't that many lesbian couples, especially in San Diego, uh, that were doing donor insemination yeah. or any other. The only child rearing that was going on was uh, uh, divorced women that had realized mm. that they didn't want to be married to a guy anymore and um so we knew couples like that okay um but the lesbian community wasn't very open arms about it um hmm. here about here, the concept of having kids or yeah, the, the donor con- conception the concept of having kids they they didn't care how you came about having the kids okay it it was just uh why would you want kids <laughs> You know, okay. and and that just, I think that was one of the hardest things. Um, I had two really good friends that I had had for years and years, and they met you once or twice, and that was it. They mm. they just didn't want to be around kids, wow. and I and I felt bad for them because. Um, look at what they lost. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and the couple that we had met in Colorado Springs finally did have a, a boy and we met up with them. Um, he, he had to be at least a year old because he was walking. Mm-hmm. And they said, oh my God, Trevor's got so much energy. How do you handle it? <laughs> and Bambi said, my goodness, your son is kind of inactive <laughs> how do you handle that <laughs> you well, that's because she'd we, been used to a child with ADD that they didn't have diagnosed yet <laughs> we just thought it was normal and we were having a good time and you know if you ran by me she caught you if you ran by her I caught you I mean it wasn't a problem there you go um all right next question how did you feel about me when I found my siblings. So back a couple of years ago, you drilled into me to get an ancestry test. And I was really reluctant at first. And eventually I gave in and you bought me one. No, but let's go back. Way back. Let's go back to when you were in high school. Okay. And you started saying that you wanted to find out more mm-hmm. about your sperm donor how can we find out yeah so i went and did some research and i found donor sibling registry mm-hmm. and i went ahead and signed you up but i didn't know or i don't know why i would have bought one year membership instead of a lifetime the difference was nothing a one year <laughs> membership was one hundred dollars and a lifetime membership was two hundred dollars so obviously i must have pressed the wrong button and bought a one-year uh, membership i went and looked and nothing showed up yeah. For 179 prior banks. So you were kind of depressed at that point. Yeah. You were in high school. Okay. So we gave up. Yeah. And nothing came up. Years and years later, I went and I decided to go into donor sibling on my own mm-hmm. registry. And that's when I found 
that there was a match. Mm-hmm. And but I couldn't see the match. Did I they had, not show it right away? No, they said there was a match. Yeah. By the way, my mom had the account. I had no access. To no, she it, had so no never access. Seen it was it right the ever. So I went ahead and I go, oh, I can't see it. Why can't I see it? Oh, because you got to pay for a membership. Oh, well, kind of thought I was a member. Well, no, obviously I was a one-year member and not a, a lifetime member. So yeah, I went ahead up. and became a lifetime member. And that's when I showed up. Casey showed up mm. as a, your sibling, your yeah. half-sibling. Mm-hmm. And then I called you and I told you, Christy, you have a half-sibling. I found that because I went yeah. to a donor registry and you have a half sibling. Obviously, if I would have had a problem with you finding a sibling, I would have never told you. Well, that's what I mean. How did you feel? Obviously, you were pretty active in finding it because you saw that that was something I really wanted. Because you told me you were in high school. You wanted to know something. It wasn't about a sibling at that point. Mm-hmm. It was about the donor. You wanted to know something about the donor. I guess the paperwork wasn't enough that time. So mm-hmm. you wanted more information. How can I find out? And so um, I couldn't find anything. So years later, when I found it, I found, you know, that there was a match. I contacted mm-hmm. you. And then, you know, I think you explained in the in your podcast. So even, even with Casey, mm-hmm. you guys went into detail that even though she was uh, her mother was, bought the 179 sperm from cryobank, she was injected a... Uh, the wrong one yeah she did not show up on her okay. ancestry matches yeah. so but th- she was my first no but let's go back the thing was you didn't want to go she did she had told me we found casey and casey said i did um ancestry and i said christy i already did ancestry why don't you do ancestry and you were adamant and kept saying no i won't no i won't so then i contacted your boyfriend because i know he had a little bit you know he would he would be more he would he would be able to persuade you better than i would and um and and i said listen i already offered it to her i'm paying for it and i think your boyfriend's words were god if someone's paying for it, well, I would do it. Okay, so he was able to to convince you to get, and that's how we I found think... out that you didn't. That Casey was not your half sibling, but then all these, I think, four oh, or five people, yeah. all of a sudden showed up. So I think the reason why I didn't want it at first was really be- it was a multitude of things. It's because. I don't know. It, you always want to give me things, and I always feel guilty about it. So it was like one of those things where it's like, oh, no, you've already paid for donor registry. I don't want you to have to pay for this, too. Like, just, it's fine. Don't worry about it. And then Jason was like, if she's offering it, do it. And I'm like, I guess so. And also, I didn't expect to find more siblings. I really thought Ancestry would just show me where I came from. And we already know where the donor came from. I didn't really think... It would show. Hey, wait a minute! Wait like a minute! That. Are you giving only the donor the credit for where you came from? Okay. Well, you know where you came from too, so okay. it's like I'm basically what saying you said. to me. No, I'm saying that like when it came to ancestry, I thought like the really only thing I would get was like well, where I came from, and I already knew because one was on paperwork and one was from. Wait me. a minute! But we already have found out that one. Oh no, we didn't find out by then that Casey was no, not right. We didn't know, so I just assumed that like it was going to be a waste. That's why I was adamant about it. But, you know, it it is what it is. It obviously opened up a whole can of worms. Now, it might be... That's why I'm asking this question. It might have seemed okay to you to maybe, like, maybe find one half-sibling. But I ended up finding a ton. Like, did me finding half-siblings ever worry you that I would distance myself from the family that I grew up with? 
No. No, not at all? Not at all. No. Because, no. Why is that? I just didn't think so. I know you. I know it wouldn't happen. Okay. You just know. You know your kid. I was just curious. (laughs) Because some parents might feel uncomfortable. Because I think we've heard that from some listeners that, one, they're afraid to go through donor conception because they're afraid of, like, them wanting to find out more about the donor more or, like, that kind of stuff. And they don't want that. They want that completely removed. So I was just curious. Okay. So, okay. Even if you would be able to find your donor, that could answer a lot of questions about, you know, maybe things that you do you don't have in common with me or anybody in our family. Mm-hmm. And you could find, oh, so that's where I got it from. Mm-hmm. But definitely he would still be a stranger. Yeah. He wasn't there. You've been alive for 28 years. Mm-hmm. Okay. He, has, he, he wasn't there. He's missed too many years. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's it's absolutely, exactly. you could feel, okay, this is, I don't, I really don't think at all that he, that you would feel that bond that automatically is going to come from, you know, you meet him and, oh my, oh, your dad, and I love you. No, I don't think it's going to happen. No, it wouldn't anyway. It's more, but I, I think parents need to know that, that like for most kids, especially if they know again at a really young age, that that's just like, I don't know, that's not their parent. You're my parent, you Correct. know? and. That will always be the case. I, w- I was never afraid, and I'm still not afraid mm-hmm. of you finding your sperm donor. In fact, sometimes a- you seem more adamant to find him than I do. <laughs> you help me. I know we've done some Facebook stuff. Yeah, we've done it, but I mean, <laughs> but I not because I'm not afraid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I was a good mother. I, I've been there for you. My, I, I have no, no regrets. I, you were an excellent mother. Yeah. You're still an excellent mother. So so I'm not afraid. I guess that many parents could be because maybe they don't think they fit the great role of a mother. I think I did everything I could, the mm-hmm. best way I could. I'm not perfect, but I did the best. You did really well. All right. So I'm not afraid. You could go find 179. <laughs> if we end up doing so. Okay, let, let's, let's go to question number four. Um, how did you feel about me finding siblings? Uh, were you afraid I would distance myself from the family I grew up with? Are you concerned about me finding more, uh, finding my actual donor? Uh, I thought it was amazing. (laughs) Uh, I had gone on sibling registry and tried to figure things out. And, um, when mom number three got, um, DNA kits for her kids for Christmas, she said, do you think Trevor would want one? And I went, oh, uh, well, you know that's gonna open a can of worms. <laughs> did you really say yeah, that? Yeah, I did. And she's like, "Oh my gosh, yeah, wouldn't that be cool if he found other people that he's related to?" And I'm like, "Well, let me talk to him. <laughs> let me see how he feels about that." And because we really wanted to make sure um, that that was something that mm-hmm. you were willing to put out to the universe of, you know, well, I, like, they're my genes. I, I vaguely remember that, but I, I don't think it was as bullet pointy as, <laughs> as as mom number three put it there. Because I'm pretty sure you're on the phone just like, hey, you want a DNA kit from Ancestry to see who you're related to? Uh, yeah, sure. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. But, but I didn't think, I didn't think you were meaning like siblings or stuff like yeah. that. Uh, I, I was just like, oh, yeah, you know, see what's going yeah, on. Cool. Yeah. Well, and you also were interested uh, as to what part of Europe you could 
Oh claim, yeah, claim for your own. Yeah, no, like like our our family history was like a big thing of why mm-hmm. I wanted to do it because I wanted because I'd always wondered about you know where exactly the Bettis name came from and all mm-hmm. that stuff. And so yeah, I was I I think I was more focused on that because like I've said on the show, I didn't think about other siblings. Oh, There's yeah. one time I thought about it because Bambi brought it up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, man, that's weird. Oh, I doubt that actually happened. Like, I was so doubtful of that actually right. happening because it was right. so beyond what I could imagine. Yes. That I just didn't believe that it happened. Well, and then once you found some of your siblings, I said, don't you want to go on to 23andMe also? <laughs> and they had a sale around Christmas yep. time. And I called you at work and said, hey, <laughs> 23andMe is on sale. Shall we send it in? And uh, you you were like, yeah. And I mm-hmm. think you found... Yeah, that's that's how we found two or three. Uh, three. Uh, we found yeah. Luke, Emily, and Katie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I was really happy for that. Um, I knew there was no way you would distance yourself from <laughs> anybody. I mean, you're just not that kind of person. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, and uh, if, if you guys can legally find the donor... Legally. (laughs) Elise. (laughs) Stalker. (laughs) No, that's just all of us. We're just... I know, really. Um, We use Facebook. (laughs) Well, and uh, not that I don't. Yeah. (laughs) Not for that, but anyway. um, Yeah, I I think that it would be wonderful if you could, at the very least, get a picture. Mm Mm-hmm. I think it would be really fun for you guys to hear his voice. Yeah. You know, so so there are things like that that um, I wonder about. I, I, I'm going to pose a bonus question that's not written here. Um, what? Okay, let's say we find the donor. We meet him. He's chill. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm cool with me and you guys. Would you meet him? Oh, I'd love to. Yeah. yeah? Okay. Yeah. yeah. That, that would be extremely trippy. (laughs) I think that might be one of the most surreal moments of my life if that happened. We we should develop a word for that. Oh, Oh, person I did not sleep with. (laughs) Bore your child. You know. Bore your child. (laughs) You know, something like that. Oh, man. (laughs) Something, something. Um, (laughs) There's got to be a word for it in Swedish. um, Some of the the people that we've been talking to uh, that are also donor-conceived... Uh, one of the those families, uh, they refer to like let's say like uh, Christie's mom. Mm-hmm. I would refer to her as my mom once removed. There you go. <laughs> exactly. I like that. But yes. I, I still don't think there's one that would work that well for for that the the dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess he'd still be your donor because like he donated to you. Yeah. 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 This is blown. I, I can't. Yeah. I got stop thinking yeah. about that. Yeah, I mean, it's it 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 is really, you know, in 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 1987 when this journey started, um, God, the is, only yeah. yeah the only people that were uh, doing donor insemination were people who um, you know the um, man was infertile. Mm-hmm. Um, it, once in a while you'd hear about a single woman who said, you know, Hey, my biological clock is ticking and, and I need to have a kid cause I want to have a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, my, I mean, I felt like mine was kind of ticking 35. <laughs> so. yeah. You're fine. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right. Last question. So what advice 
because we get a lot of emails and questions from parents who might or future parents who might want to take this route. And, you know, I don't have all the answers, at least from the perspective of going through donor conception. So my question to you is, what advice would you give to parents who are deciding to take the donor conception route? What is something that you might advise them on or tell them? Tell your child the truth. What does that mean? I don't care if you have a husband. Mm -hmm. You tell your child as soon as they're able to understand Mm -hmm. that that's their, you know, your husband is your dad, but biologically, there is another. Not a dad. You can't give him that name. But that there's a sperm donor. How, mm-hmm. how they're going to word it, I don't know. In my case, I didn't have to worry about that. There was no that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay? So I believe the truth. The truth is the best Definitely best 100%. I, you know I've told you the stories. I've had clients come in wanting to do the adoptions and... Mm-hmm. not wanting to tell the child the truth about yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. asking me please keep the child away from in front of the judge the judge doesn't use the word adoptions and i've told them don't do that tell the child the truth that's what i really admire about you because you because you said even if you were straight even if you had a husband I would you, tell- you would you were always like i would tell them 100 percent why? Because I don't believe that you could take the title away of dad from the person who raised the child yeah. as a dad. I think the word dad is earned, and the person mm-hmm. who raised the child earned that title. Yep. I don't think a sperm donor has mm-hmm. earned the title. So whether you used the sperm from a, from the sperm bank or somebody you had sex with a few times and they ran out, Mm-hmm. That that person could also come back years later through ancestry. You didn't use a sperm bank. Mm-hmm. That person is not the father. That yeah. person still has the need, the sperm donor, <laughs> even though they didn't 100%. go through a, okay, no, I agree. a sperm I bank. Agree. So, the, so by telling your child that that's your dad, but it's not biologically your dad, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with the child's... Child will be grateful at the end. It would be, mm-hmm. I think. So the con- I don't know. But I think, I'm not I think the child. overall, the the conversation will never be a comfortable one at any age. It'll be kind of weird trying to explain it. But at the end of the day, it's better to do it sooner than later because ultimately, the child will. The later they find out, they're just going to be like, "Wow, you lied to me for a very long time." It'll feel like a lie, even if it wasn't intentionally a lie. I think it's always intentional. Uh, maybe it is intentional, it. yeah. You I guess I mean it. like, you know, oh, they don't have to find out. But it's true. It's part of their autonomy. It's part of their person. That's who they are. They when deserve I use, to know. When I use a sperm bank, I didn't think at that time would find the sperm donor. They make you sign a piece of paper that says you can never ask who it is. Okay? You yeah. can't. Mm-hmm. It's kind of confidential. You'll never know. Mm-hmm. Okay? So I never, I never thought I would know. Or, or even though you would find half siblings, I always worried. What about if she ends up having sex or falling in love with you know a, <laughs> someone from the a half sibling? <laughs> that would be crazy, but yikes! Those are chances you take. <laughs> those are just the chances you're gonna have to take. Luckily, I think my chances of that were very slim, at least from where we were. Because we didn't live in the same state, but apparently now I'm really. We did that for didn't a while, matter. for a little while. I, think I was too. until like seven, and then I and then we moved. That's right. But you know, oh it well. doesn't matter. You have siblings <laughs> that don't live here. That's true. 
They've but I'm living. saying back then, that's how I well, thought I'm of it. Well, I'm saying here because we're in California today, but um, I'm talking yeah, we're, about... Yeah, we're on a trip right now. Yeah, Very on... social distance trip. Correct. But um, so... Is there anything else you'd want to add? Regarding? Anything. Anything about donor conception, anything about uh, me or you for you the know, podcast? <laughs> you know, donor conception, donor conception worked out for me. Great. Mm-hmm. I have a beautiful daughter, smart. Couldn't ask for any more. Oh, keep going, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you're living proof that you could also be gay and bring a bring, you know, bring up a, a beautiful, a functioning smart... human being. Yeah, Absolutely. you can. <laughs> more than functioning. Um, yes, I hope. I hope this helps some parents out there who might be going through this that just need some reassurance on the process. Everybody's going to be different and every, you know, everyone's experience is going to be different and every child is different. I think I've seen and I've read some of these um, um, notes in these websites that talk about donor conception about kids have been, you know, conceived that way and they're miserable and they're upset and they're they they are not happy. They have blamed and said that the parent that uses um, donor conception is selfish. What do you I, think of that? What's the difference about being married to somebody and having sex? Is that selfish? Do you yeah. is there any guarantee that you're going to be with that person you married? Hey, I'm a divorce attorney. I can tell you there's <laughs> none. Okay, so is there any guarantee that you're not going to get divorced a year after? Your child is born. I don't mm-hmm. think there's, you know, a lot of people get married because they want to form a family. Isn't that wanting to have a child? What's yeah. the difference? Yeah, it's forming your own family on your own terms. Okay, so, and I, think I'm that's doing a great it on thing. my own terms. Exactly. I just wanted the freedom to move around, which I did. Yeah, I went from California to wherever, and you know, yeah, I wanted that freedom, and I didn't want somebody to restrict me. Believe me, it's very, very difficult, and when once you. Um, have a child with somebody. You don't have to be married, but just even have a child to be able to move from the state you're living with that child. Mm-hmm. If you want, decide to move, it's so difficult. It is. Somebody can go ahead and make you stay. So that was really pretty much the real reason that I used donor conception. I wanted freedom. You wanted the freedom to have a child and raise them the way you want it. Christy them to. would have been very easy for me to go out and have sex with someone. <laughs> to, to, to have you. It would have been very easy. Oh, I have no doubt. You're a catch. You know, so it would have been easy. It's just not what I wanted. Well, I'm glad the route you took. Honestly. Really? Honest yes, absolutely. I No regrets? Absolutely none. I love who I am. I think my story's cool. I'm making a podcast about it. I think that's dope. Um, I just wish more people saw it as a cool opportunity for women to take autonomy over their own pregnancies or to just, you know, just not even see it as weird. It's just, it is what it is. It's, it can still be a beautiful way to form a family. I think that's the case for us. So, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think that's it for us. Okay, Take well, it away. thank you. Yeah, well, thank you thank for you. having me here. Thank you, Mommy, for coming on and talking with me. Uh, maybe we'll do another podcast in the future if parents have any questions. Maybe you can answer them or whatever. Okay. All right. Okay. Take it away, Trevor. Okay, bye-bye.
What advice would you give to parents who are deciding to take the donor conception route? Um, there, there are different ways, whether you use a, um, relative from the other Mm -hmm. partner's side. Um, I, we have friends that have done that and it was extremely successful. Mm -hmm. Um, the, the relationship was developed as an uncle and which he is, yeah, he is. Yeah, <laughs> he, he but, but is the I, what's interesting about that is I've heard people describe people who have met their donor as a like an uncle form of relationship. So that's kind right. of very interesting because it's very literal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, of course, when you were growing up, every uh, friend of ours was your aunt. Okay, do we want to talk about that real quick? <laughs> How I had. Two aunts that I thought I was related to until I was 14, and they were your and Bambi's exes. <laughs> yeah. I never, and like, I was like, how did I ever think that? I never heard about them growing up, ever. <laughs> we know who Andy Barb's parents are. Who's Aunt Kathy's? Well, but, well, no, but the funny thing was, is that, like... It, it was it, the reason why it worked is because y- you you two had a type at the time apparently <laughs> because I went oh yeah Kathy looks like mom and, 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 and you know and, and uh, Emily looks like mom okay <laughs> yeah the I- anyone who was supportive like Uncle Dale yeah you know it was all I I always everybody started referring to him as Uncle Dale <laughs> because he was your uncle mm-hmm. which was funny when we worked together you know I. Walk in and say, good morning, Uncle Dale. (laughs) And he'd say, how is my nephew? (laughs) And you often ran through the office and and you got to see Dale on a regular Mm -hmm. basis. So, yeah, anyone who was supportive of uh, us having a child, um, they were aunts and uncles. Mm -hmm. Uncle David. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, he kind of. He sort of is. Pretty much is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he lived in this house almost as long yeah. as I have. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, um, that was that. So, was that. so uh, go, but going oh. back to, like, what advice would you give them? Um, just listen to your heart. Um, decide which route you want to go. Um, you know, if you decide to pick from a donor list, you know, decide whether you're going to throw darts at a list or whether you're going to do as much research as you possibly can. I do like the idea of literally putting a list up and throwing a dart. Yeah, That's kind of yeah, funny. you know. <laughs> and the donor will be. <laughs> can we have a do-over? <laughs> so, um, yeah, I go with your heart. Um, do it at home if you can. <laughs> I mean, some people yeah. literally cannot yeah. do it at home. We were really fortunate that uh, Aunt Kathy had a, a microscope and, you know, we could do all sorts of fun things. <laughs> I'm just going to leave that where that is. <laughs> we could look at the little swimmers. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it was, it, I learned so much. Yeah, I, there you go. There you go. But uh, yeah, yeah, I I totally recommend it, and um, uh, I understand why parents are reluctant to be totally upfront about where, um, yeah, where kids come from. Um, but it worked for us to be honest from day one. Yeah, 
to be yeah. fair, it would have been a yeah. little hard to hide. But yeah, I know well, you yeah. would have been like yeah. that anyways. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, we used to refer to him as the unknown donor. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it would be fun if it was a known donor. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 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 I can get behind that. Yeah. Like I, we, we have said repeatedly on this show that if you are going to do this to please be honest because it's it's one of those things where it's like it's not going to change anything like i grew up the way i did and was a completely fine you know <laughs> upbringing a lot of people that you know grew up with straight parents maybe were like oh well, that's weird it's like well no it wasn't like i i knew where i came from i knew who my parents were it, i it's no different than if you come from a straight couple, and you know where you came from. Right. You right. know how it happened. <laughs> yeah. So some of the legalities get weird. Um, we chose not to go through Bambi adopting you, but when you were born, um, she put you on her insurance, mm-hmm. and there was never a question. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was just like, well, of course. Okay. Um, and I'm not even sure. I think at Kaiser, they just always, yeah, two moms. Okay. <laughs> no problem. We really didn't uh, have any problem. Um, uh, we didn't face any discrimination in any way, shape, or form from the medical community. In fact, there was only one prenatal that, uh, appointment that Bambi couldn't make it to, and all of us conspired to um, tell her that I was having twins. Oh, my God. <laughs> so that was fun, you know. <laughs> it's that, that's funny considering the fact that how many times in my childhood I heard you say, thank God I didn't have twins. Oh, <laughs> well, thank God. Well, and I, I do, couldn't handle two of you. <laughs> I, I do remember my mom going, retribution, sweet retribution. <laughs> you got a child just like you were. <laughs> so I'm like, is that a bad thing, Mom? <laughs> but, yeah, I, I think that... Um, if you're called to have children, mm-hmm. there's a way to do it. There's a way to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and now I think it's even better. People aren't, you know, it's not a shameful thing to, no. to do something like that. No. And, I mean, uh, to be, to be honest, like I, I, I mean, granted I'm in this group, but like, I think it's was stupid to ever be shameful of that in any yeah. way. Cause it's like. There, there, you had a kid. You wanted a kid. Mm-hmm. You, there was no other way to have a kid, so you had one. Like, you found a yeah. way to do it. I don't, I, I, like, we've, like, Elise said when we were all together, I was like, we know we were wanted. Mm-hmm. Granted, you also added in there, I knew he was going to be an expensive child. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I realized that. I, I, I put money away for college. Well, no, no, the, the, it's like, <laughs> I knew you were going to be expensive from the start because you started by paying for me. <laughs> Yeah, no, that part was the cheapest. Yeah, oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I saved up for college or therapy, whichever you needed more. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> we'll never tell. Yeah. Uh, but uh, thank you for sitting down with me. This was this was really fun. I, in fact, l- learned a few things. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm so glad. Yeah. I enjoyed it, too. All right. Well, thank you very much, Mom. And, you know, who knows? Maybe we'll hear from you again on the show. Hope so. All right. Thank you for listening to this episode of From the Same Mister. We hope you really enjoyed it. It was an absolute blast recording it with our moms uh, and editing. Uh, brought on some interesting new techniques and learning things. Uh, but uh, but yeah, so we'll be back with our season finale uh, next week. Uh, but uh, but yeah, we we would really like to do a 
Q&A episode between the season finale and the start of season three. So if you have any questions uh, or stories or anything like that that you want us to talk about or answer, send them into from the same mister at gmail.com and we would love to do a bonus episode in between the seasons like we did last time. But uh, until next time, we're from the same mister. Thank you.